Hello and welcome back to the daily study of the way of mastery. I'm Jason Amoroso, your guide, and today we continue with lesson five, the keys to the kingdom. Love this lesson. We're going to look at section five. The fourth key is surrender. And just a heads up, these this is just like quick overviews from Jeshua about these keys. The whole rest of the way of mastery dives deeper into these concepts and ideas. Like today, I just turned to a random page for my morning kind of study and meditation, and it was the first section in the way of transformation, and it was all about allowance again, which was the previous key. So just understand that, again, with Jeshua, it's repetition. It's seeing things over and over and over again, hearing things over and over again from different angles, different examples, so that sinks in over time. Again, that's why this is the daily study, not to be rushed through, but to soak in, to contemplate, to come back to over and over again. For example, there's something that we're going to talk about today that a part of me still doesn't really get. And I, but I also know and trust that as I continue to deepen in this work, I'm I will understand it and know it at a deeper level. So let's dive in today. Here we go. The fourth key is surrender. Jeshua begins, as these three stages mature, the three stages meaning desire, intention, and allowance, you rest into the final stage of surrender. And surrender means there is no longer any restlessness. Surrender means you know through every fiber of your being that there is no one here living a life. There is life flowing through the body-mind personality for as long as it lasts. Here is where the mystical transformation is culminated or completed. It is here that you understand the meaning of the teaching, I live, yet not I, but Christ dwelleth as me. So let's look at these first two paragraphs. Pretty simple. Jeshua says, surrender means there's no longer any restlessness. Now, take a moment and maybe close your eyes right now and imagine what it would feel like, what it feels like to have no restlessness inside of your mind or your body. And if you have a hard time dropping into that state, pretend. Pretend like someone else has zero restlessness in their body. What would it feel like to be in their body? What could you imagine it's like? And then feel that. That peace that passeth all understanding of the intellect. That calm, no restlessness, no striving, no effort, no worry. Surrender. This is what surrender is. Because there is no restlessness. Because you know in every fiber of your being, there's no one here living a life. What does Jeshua mean by that? There's no one here. There's no personal self. That's what the ego thinks it is, a separate self. There's no one here living a life. We all think we're all different lives. lives. But Jeshua is saying surrender means you are resting in the embodiment and the truth that there is just life that is expressing and flowing. There's one life. It kind of makes me think about uh, Einstein, that matter is, is that what it is? Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It just changes its form. So when we leave this physical body experience, 
right? The ego is like, holy crap, you're dead. You're done. That's a bad thing because the ego only knows separation. The ego only thinks in 3D, you know, time, space, uh, matter, form. It doesn't think, it can't think eternally. The heart does, the heart knows, the soul knows that it's eternal. And that there is just life expressing itself as, I would say me, but it's like as this thing (laughs) that is, that I would say is me aware of itself. When we, right, if we take out all the words, our brain doesn't, doesn't comprehend, but the heart knows and there is a presence, a restlessness inside of us that just rests in the truth. It's so simple when we think about it. And he says, there's only life flowing through the body-mind personality for as long as it lasts. Not life. Life is eternal. But as long as this body-mind personality lasts, there's life flowing through it. And then it changes its uh, form when the body-mind is complete. Jeshua says this is a mystical transformation. It's the mystery, which again, by definition, is unknowable. We We can't formulate it out. The mystical transformation is culminated and completed at this level of surrender. And it is here that you understand the meaning. I live, yet not I, a personal self. It's not when Jeshua said, I am the way and the truth and the light. He's not talking about him, the man. That's where the confusion and the manipulation comes in. It's not talking about him, the person, the human being. He's talking about him, the soul, him, the Christ consciousness. I live, yet not I, but Christ dwelleth as me. The creation of the creator dwelleth as me. This is union consciousness. And how does this show up in our daily life? It shows up in faith. It shows up in meditation in this truth. It shows up in practicing, surrendering, giving, not giving up like, oh, I'm resigning, but giving over to. Give your life, your daily life, not in theory, your job, your family, your kids, your sense of self, your station in the world. Give it all over to the divine to use, to be expressed. What else is there? It takes all the pressure off of you having to be the maker and the doer, which you're really not anyway. So Jeshua continues in paragraph three, surrender is a stage in which perfect peace is the foundation. This is the restlessness, not for passivity or inactivity, but for even more activity. What? That's amazing. Surrender is a stage in which perfect peace is the foundation for even more activity. So, so often, again, our brain thinks, well, if I surrender and I'm doing nothing and I'm happy with everything, then I'm just going to sit around and be passive. And what's going to, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to feed my family? How am I going to, you know, go out in the world and do stuff? And Jeshua was saying, dude, do that. It's the other way around. When you surrender, the spirit wants to use you always, wants to move through you and inspire you. And you know that when you're inspired, what do you do? You act. You have an inspiration for a picture or a painting, you get that canvas out and you let the spirit flow through. If you're an artist, you make music, you know when that inspiration hits, you you are compelled to make music. If you're a business person, if you're a coach, if you're an entrepreneur, you have an idea that inspires you, you know that you're like, crap, let's dive into action. Let's make this thing uh, into you know, the physical. Let's manifest this thing because it's so inspiring. It's in spirit. 
you're compelled to action. It's not sitting around on the couch doing nothing. And Jeshua continues, you find yourself, as long as you're in the world, being busier and busier and asked to do more and more. You become even more responsible. Eventually, you come to see that because you are Christ, you are responsible for the whole of creation. You come to see that you cannot think a thought without disturbing the farthest of stars. It is that responsibility from which you have shrunk and tried to contain yourself as a tiny, myopic piece of foam, all because you have feared being responsible for the whole. Now, this is the deep dive. And this is the thing that my brain even has a hard time wrapping itself around. But let's break it down. He says that as you surrender the restlessness into the knowing of what you are as the Christ, the creation of the creator in expression, not just physical body expression, existence for the purpose of being what you were created to be, which is the perfect expression of love and extending that love, expanding that love, creating new things from that love. That's what you are at your core, at your essence, not a body-mind. That as you more and more identify with that and reside in that energy and rest in that energy, meaning you let go of all the other strivings and the makings and the doings from the ego, as long as in your world, you actually get busier. But it's not a burnout. Burnout comes from when you're efforting and striving and you're pushing and trying to force life to make things go the way that you want them. Again, think about Forrest Gump. He was never efforting and pushing. He was just always present, showing up, doing the thing in front of him. I actually, um, I bought a little poster that I found on Etsy, an artist made of all the different kind of experiences that Forrest had. So it's like a picture of Forrest in his, you know, uh, Vietnam outfit. It's a picture of Forrest in his USA Olympic ping pong outfit. It's a picture of Forrest in um, the, uh, I think, University of Alabama football. It's a picture of Forrest in, in Bubba Gump. And it's just like he wasn't trying to do those things. He was just so present. Now, he didn't have the consciousness of, oh, I'm a divine being allowing spirit to express through me, but we can use it for what we need it for. So there's this whole culture right now of, well, I'm going to do less because I'm so tired and burned out of hustling and grinding and trying to make things happen through my limited intellect and energy. And some people have a bigger energy and capacity and can push through and do those things, but it's not for everybody. So a lot of people are burned out and disillusioned. And so they're like, let me do less, which is fine. Do, do less maybe in terms of surrendering and allowing spirit to do more. Allow more of the mystery. Make more space for grace. In that sense, do less is amazing because you are you are doing less, but you're letting spirit do more or do all. So Jeshua says as we reside in this consciousness, we actually become busier because we're asked to do more by spirit. And that might be through people in your life. It's not like, oh, God's all of a sudden I'm hearing a voice in my head saying, uh, go to this, you know, create this new program. It might be people in your world and in your Instagram and in your emails or people that you meet that are like, hey, I'm really struggling with how to let go and forgive somebody for cheating on me, for example. That may be how spirit is asking you to do more. Which, by the way, if you are a woman who is healing from your partner having an affair against you, I don't know if that's the right word, Vicki Falcone, my amazing soul sister, has a program that is inspired just to serve this purpose. Vicki Falcone, V-I-C-K-I-E-F-A-L-C-O-N-E. 
I think it's called Healing from the Affair. And she also does work in helping people create conscious relationships. Anyway, I digress. So you become even more responsible. So let's look at this part. Now, we can look at eventually you come to see that because you are Christ, you're responsible for the whole of creation. You come to see that you cannot think a thought without disturbing the farthest of stars. So I was actually just talking to a coaching client yesterday who was telling me about, oh, they they did some, they found some information on quantum entanglement, meaning that two pieces of light that are separated by 20 years were still connected, kind of proving what we know, that there is no space and time and everything is truly at its essence, all one. It's all connected. It's all one life. So you can separate it seemingly into different spaces, but it's still always connected. So that's, I think, what Jeshua is talking to, that you can come to see that you can't think a thought without disturbing the farthest of stars. So every thought, think of it like drop, and he'll talk about this later in the way of mastery, dropping a little pebble in still water, it ripples out. Every thought that you hold and that you invest in more of creates those pebbles that create those ripples. So Jeshua says that every thought has an impact on the whole. So you, as the Christ, you you realize and take responsibility for adding love to the whole, for being love and blessing everything, because you know it's all divine. If you know everything's divine, why wouldn't you bless and be devoted to everything? Now, my brain doesn't understand this. I'm responsible for the whole of creation. What does that even mean? There's things I don't even know exist. There's things that are way far out in the star, you know, the, the reaches of the galaxy. My brain doesn't get this. But my heart is feeling it. And I know that as I continue to study and deepen in this work and open to it, that I'll understand it at deeper and deeper levels. That as you embody the Christ consciousness and own that as what you are, you become more responsible for the whole of creation, that anything that's in your field of experience, anything that comes into your field of awareness is part of your responsibility, your ability to respond, your ability to choose where you're coming from, to bless, to love. It is that responsibility, Jeshua says, from which you have shrunk and tried to contain yourself as a tiny myopic piece of foam, right? That's the analogy he uses for the ego, the tiny mad idea that thinks it's separate from the ocean, this little tiny piece of foam, that we have shrunk from that, that Christ responsibility. And he's encouraging us to remember and to stand in it more and more. And to shift our identity from the tiny piece of foam to the ocean itself, to the wave in the ocean itself. It's all the water. It's all the same thing. And he says that you've feared being responsible for the whole. That's a huge responsibility. But it's, it is our birthright. It is what we're here for at our truth. So he finishes here in the paragraph five, and then we'll close up this section here. But the way of the heart corrects your perception so that you come to recognize that your greatest joy, your greatest fulfillment is in wholly and deliberately accepting responsibility for the whole of creation. Why? Because you suddenly realize that you are not the maker and doer, that you can accept responsibility for anything and everything because through you, all power under heaven and earth is made to flow, to manifest the love of God, so in short, it is in God's hands, not yours. 
not my will, but thine be done. Does that begin to make sense to you? Do you see how it changes how you have even been taught to interpret my teachings? So as we close here, the way of the heart corrects your perception from ego identification to Christ God identification, that you are the wave in the ocean of love and that your greatest joy, your greatest fulfillment is not in what you create here in the world to feel more special, to get God's approval or to the approval of others. It's in holy and deliberately with intention accepting the responsibility for all of creation. Now, my brain doesn't get that. My heart does. Because you realize you're not the maker and the doer. It's not your job. And you can't do it even if you tried, you meaning the small self. That you can accept the responsibility for anything and everything that's in your field of awareness because through you, all power under heaven and earth, all of God's love and power, which has no opposite. There is no God end. There's no force fighting against God. It's all God. It's made to flow. It's made to manifest through you. The love of God is always extending and expressing itself to experience more of itself. It's the mystery. So it's in God's hands, not yours. So look at where you're forcing and efforting. Look at where you think you're the maker and the doer. Are you willing to surrender that? And that might seem really scary. Well, how will I pay my bills? How will I get the love that I'm so craving? How will I be seen by the world? Will I be lonely and rejected by everyone if I surrender truly my life? What will happen in my work and my job? And Jeshua was saying, you'll be busier than ever, homie. Homegirl, you'll be busier than ever because you'll be want you'll want to be used by spirit. The inspiration will flow through you and you'll know what you need to know in the moment that you need to know it for the highest good and not a moment sooner. So trust, rest, let go of the restlessness. This is such a beautiful message today. Keep surrendering, keep giving over to your your personal thoughts, your personal wants your personal agendas, your personal fears, keep giving them over to and surrendering and opening your heart to being led, to being used in the most holy way of being used. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. If you get value, like, subscribe, share. I think the best thing you can do, the most helpful, is leave a positive review with a few words. And if you want to shoot us an email, hello at revelationbreathwork.com. Let me know you're out there listening. It definitely makes a difference because I'm just in my office here sitting in my chair with my iPhone talking. And I know that there are people out there listening and it's always nice to connect. All right. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.